Welcome to the GMS Podcast, brought to you by GMS Distribution. GMS specializes in temporary portable power distribution equipment for the restoration contractor. I am your host and owner of GMS, Jared Steer, and today I will be talking to my friends. And we are live. This is part two. I am with Clark Brown and Chris Jeter. Uh, episode before, we are in, don't tell me, Caspiel. <laughs> is that right? Kalispell. Cal- Dang it. Okay. Kalispell. <laughs> we are in Kalispell, Montana. Um, we just got done talking last night and recorded that. And now, this evening, uh, Clark... Why don't you, well, I guess let's, let's introduce ourselves again, just in case somebody didn't catch the last, the previous episode. So Clark, I'll let you go ahead and, and give an introduction. Clark Brown with Restoration Advisors and the Alliance of Independent Restorers. Well, sorry here, guys. You can't, yeah. you can't picture what we're looking at here, but we have something huge flying by. I don't think it's a bald eagle. It's holding something. But it is a golden eagle. Golden eagle just flew by. Wow. 30 feet away. Wow. Yeah, I'm sorry for that interruption there. That was worth it. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Uh, Chris Jeter, uh, owner of a restoration company in Abilene, Texas, and been in the industry for 20 years, and and here we are. Yeah. Well, and I hope we get a couple more interruptions like that, because currently, like I said, in Montana, we've we've been posting some pictures on Facebook about kind of our view, but we are currently on the back deck. Looking, overlooking a river with mountains in the background. And, and Clark is much better at describing the scenery than I am. So, Clark, where, what can you see right now? Well, I can see the reminder that we live in a pretty amazing world and country. Um, I can see that I know why I work so hard so that I can take opportunities such as this one. I'm very grateful we are we're looking at what's called the swan ridge um and it is a piece of a an entire assembly of mountains that make up the continental divide and uh we're probably two probably four miles away from that but um from where we're sitting it just looks like you could throw a rock at it but we are on a river the flathead river sitting on the back porch of a a modest but extremely comfortable log cabin um, about two feet of snow on the on the ground. We are podcasting with some amazing people, and we are streaming and recording with a 360 camera. And we got the fire going, and we have a chimneya going, and we have a grill that's just waiting for the elk steaks to come the on. Grills, <laughs> mule deer steaks, but oh, yes, mule deal. Yeah, and oh, excuse me, and we are watching NFL playoffs on an iPhone. We live in a <laughs> we live in an amazing time, people. <laughs> Definitely a privileged world this in this day and age. There's a lot going on right now. There's a lot going I on. I couldn't color that any better than I just did. Well, when we came up, we came up here, uh, Clark Brown invited me up to the cabin, and Chris Jeter's here, and I guess you, you, know, you can listen to the podcast before this. We did one last night if you want a little bit more, more background, but really just came up here to get away to relax, to enjoy this view. And I know what this does for me is it, it really, and we've talked about it and I've said it already today, but this really makes makes you kind of feel how big the world is, how small you are. And it really helps put some things into perspective for me when I can come up here 
look at these mountain ranges see and see all of this uh all of the nature and how big it is uh helps me put things into perspective so i'm grateful that i was able to come up here on this trip and then while not only having the scenery but having the company of these two guys and having the conversations that we did um definitely a growing time for me and uh a lot of value comes out of this trip with uh you know with with talking with both of you guys and and learning from you so yeah i think uh something I picked up is, is while you and I and Chris are closely connected in our group, you still had questions about what it is that we're about. So oh, yeah. don't ever, for, don't pretend that just because you're friends on Facebook or you're connected with someone occasionally, you like their posts that you know what they're about. I encourage you just like anyone to, it's like you have, and I have dig deeper, look for a closer connection and ask those questions. What are you, what are you about? What do you stand for? What are, you, what are you trying to do? How can I help? Which is what you've done. So those are some of my take, quick takeaways. Yeah, great. Careful there. Putting the putting yeah, log, putting log in the fire. I hope everyone can hear the, the pop in the background of the fire. That would add. That would be cool. That would be an ambiance, yeah. Chris, how has this trip been for you? Man, it's just a, a huge reminder that, uh, you know, we get so caught up in work. And life life shouldn't just be about work. This, yeah. this is what it's about. You you got to have this to to come back and just relax and re-energize and recuperate so that you can go back and hit it. Yeah. And then do this all over again. And the com- the camaraderie here too. I mean the yeah. the conversations we've been able to have um and I feel like the the deeper friendships we've been able to of course to get too. Um you know we always, I always do, we always do uh, talk about relationships and how important they are. And that's one thing that, you know, these little trips like this, this, I was excited to come because this is, a, this is exactly how you form and build and build those relationships. And, and you can't do it to a better backdrop. I'm looking at these mountains right now. Um, and I wish our, I wish our listeners could see what we see and they kind of can't, cause we're going to get, if you look, I'm sure if you look, you're going to find Clark's video with the camera. He does have the camera. We are recording. Um, it's just amazing. Just it is. amazing. You know, I, I want to also mention that last night we uh, we were up till 1, one o'clock playing yeah. poker. Yeah. And I made a comment, and, and I think it's very true. We, we often move forward and then look back, but I took a chance last night to kind of be creative. And from where I sat, look forward. This will be one of these trips where the three of us, in 10, 15 years, we'll say, remember when. Um, oh, yeah. And and I will urge everyone now, because we always say hindsight's twenty twenty. I've gotten, uh, you mentioned I'm a, I posted some pictures. Pretty much the first time we've really been on Facebook this weekend. But we had a cell signal, which has been sparse. Mm-hmm. Sparse, how do you say that? And so a bunch of people said, I wish I was up there with you. Well, I want people to stop wishing, and I want them people to, people to to intentionally look for opportunities such as this. Because I can tell you right now. Set a goal and make it happen. This is worth it. This is, you You can't, you have to take a chance. We take a chance every day in our business. Take a chance. Take some, go place you've never been. Try something you haven't tried. And it's, the reward is, is fast. Now, I think that's a really general comment. Um, and I have a couple of things, follow-up things that I want to, that I want to say. One, is this an annual trip? Are you, because you're kind of the organizer of this. Is this, is this an annual thing? Well, I, I'm going to sound um, enlightened and say now it will be. It wasn't. It wasn't the plan, but I think uh, I think you just convinced me. Yeah, you've you've got some other supporters here to make it happen, and and yeah. we'll find a way. Well, listen, I'll be back. Listen, it really, 
it's not it we always say what is what is more valuable than money time this was not an expensive trip i mean it, it's money yeah. but we we spend it more on other things but You've got to make the time, and that's the intentional part that you have to, to wedge it out. It was more expensive for me than it could have been because I waited till the last minute to get plane this tickets. Is true. If no, I, that's if what I we, would have, that's would have what we planned did. a little more in advance, I would have, I would have saved a little bit of money. But yeah. no, this is no for the experience, uh, and just the just the conversations that we've had. And I know there's a lot of things that I'm going to be able to take away, go back, grow my business. Um, but that's not, you know, that's that's. That was a lot of it, and I and I enjoy that part of it. But then getting back to one of the other things you said too about, you know, encouraging people to do something that they don't always do, mm-hmm. encouraging people to get outside your comfort zone, and you know, and that's how you grow. And that's kind of been a theme. Uh, two podcasts ago, I had my my team member, my warehouse manager, Derek, on, and at the end of that podcast, um, what do we got? We got something coming in. You hear all the geese? Oh yeah. Yeah, big flock of them. They're loud. I hope the I hope the listeners can hear them. They're loud because I can hear them with my headset on. There's probably about fifty of them flying over, just in a big old long line all the way down the river, as you can see. Cool. Yeah, the nature out here is so. So getting back to yeah, my team member, Derek, another right over top of us. Uh, yeah, Derek, and I think I think I even named that podcast. Um, well, no, I don't remember what I named it. But but to get, to get back to the point, um, you know, pushed him outside of his comfort zone to do something that he's not not really willing to do, but but it helps him grow. Uh, he he acknowledged that we're we're talking about that now, and I know Chris, for you, just being on a podcast, this is kind of outside your comfort zone. Yeah, big time. But how has it been? It's been phenomenal. I mean, uh, you can't grow if you're not stepping outside of your comfort zone. Right. Period. And this is where we learn, and, and the more you do it, the the better it gets. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. And I know even for me, I mean, to make the decision to pull the trigger and go, Jared Steer, GMS is going to start a podcast. That was, that's not, that's not my nature either, but uh, at the same time, since I've been doing it, uh, hopefully I've been getting a little better as, as we progress through the episodes, but it's a lot of fun for me. I really, I really enjoy it. I really enjoy you know, one talking to the people that I that I know and have had relationships with, and then two getting to meet some new people and talk with them. And every podcast that I've done, I've absolutely learned something from someone that I didn't know before, and uh, and that's valuable. No, I, I think, and I've I've listened to all of your podcasts, and I can tell there's a and what I like, and and, and we talked about this today here. Not a lot of a ton of pre-planning these let's just let it go it's 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 loose natural um, natural you know honestly there was a point we were talking was it this morning like man we should be recording yeah. this we were having a, just a random conversation about some future now, this is this is what we should be talking about but it's just you know, keep it natural yeah yeah no and it is and i like that that at any moment it's like grab the headset this should this is what we should be talking about yeah. you know this is what people I think want to hear, but it's just the authenticity of us and the real conversations that we're having. This isn't scripted. This isn't an interview. This is just three guys sitting in Montana on the back of a porch <laughs> around a fire. And, uh, you know, I got, I got a little bit of whiskey with me and we're just enjoying ourselves, enjoying the company. Um, and we get to record it and 
and let some other people, you know, kind of kind of hear and hear what we're about. Well, and and I I think others it should inspire others to do things such as this. And uh, and and obviously, if anyone's listening to this, we are going to be just kind of wrapping loose today. But if you, uh, I'm sure Jared doesn't mind me saying, if if you have something you're interested in hearing, just let us know. Let let, oh, Jared, sure. let Jared know because you know we we. We don't know. We don't know. But if you have something, I'm sure you would invite people to to PM or email you, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. If there's any, I, I mean, I always I always welcome feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's how we make things better. So, yeah. I mean this this podcast, as much as it is for for me to to hang out and do some cool what I think is cool things, you know, it's also for for the listeners to to gain some value. So yeah, if there's anything I can do. Really, and that's that's in this podcast. That's in my business. That's in life in general. If there's anything I can do to help somebody, let me know. I'm going to do my best to to help you out. Especially if you're a Chiefs fan. Mm. <laughs> mm. He had to go there. <laughs> Too soon, Clark. Too soon. So I, was, so I can just mute Clark now. That's easy. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we did. We just came off of the the Titans Chiefs. Mm-hmm. The playoff game, uh, my Titans, huge Titans. I'm a huge Titans fan. Love the Titans. They had a phenomenal year. You have nothing to be an amazing year. And uh, congratulations to the Chiefs. But more importantly, thank you for the Titans for giving me something to just cheer about week after week and get excited about and brag about. And, uh, I mean, if you you don't follow football, just a quick quick rundown. We came off of a – a losing, losing season in the first six games, put our backup quarterback in, and he really stepped up. Our running back really stepped up. Uh, our quarterback's ranked in the top five. Easy. I don't know where he's exactly at now, but he's easily top five. Our running back, number one, and we were the underdogs the entire way, and we won a bunch of games that we were not supposed to win, and, and to make it to the championship game, today against a very good team with the Chiefs uh just a huge a huge comp or uh, a huge congratulations to the Titans and a uh they were they did great they did great at a great time Chiefs I have something good luck good luck but uh you know this this uh we're going to keep this light but I just want to plant something just as, as as you're speaking about this what about our business if we're having a bad year or a bad quarter, mm-hmm. we can come back. That doesn't. That's not permanent. If you have Derrick Henry on your payroll, yes. you can come back. <laughs> Derrick Henry is... is your lead tech. <laughs> your lead tech is Derrick Henry. You can do anything. No, that's a good point, though. I mean, that's that's a very good point. Um, it is. It is a. It is about you know that that never give up, and you can. How bad do you want it? Go ahead and Google search "never give up," and you can yeah. find the cat hanging from the tree. And and about four hundred, you've seen it, I right? Have, I have. Uh, you know, and about four hundred other things that relate to it. But it really, I mean, it really is. Um, don't let inner don't, determination. Don't let your today and yesterday define your tomorrow. It's so cliche, but it's so true. And we always uh, we we ride the roller coaster. But I just wanted. To, that's exactly what you were. I was thinking when you said a lot of people say, "God, I've had quarter quarters just get me down." We got next quarter, you know. Next, yeah. we got a next set of downs to do. So, you rise and fall as a team too. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't forget that it's not all on your shoulders. It's not right. a one man, one man show. If it is, 
And it's going to get tough. It's, it's a tough game, yeah. And look at your look at who's on the team. Are they in the right position? Right. So it's all yeah. cliche, cliche, cliche. But right, it's a it's it's a good something we can relate to all of us. So we started off today this morning. We got into some some deep conversations about the the restoration industry, about and I, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna list off a bunch of things that we talked about. And if we want to follow up on any of it, we can now. But the things that stuck out to me this morning, we talked about you know how how people are getting paid, how people are billing the you know kind of the fight with the insurance company as far as as far as getting getting paid or or making sure we have the right documentation we also you know talked about even how our industry is structured as a whole uh with training and licenses and experience and and kind of um i don't want to say procedures but help me out chris you're good at this but the the industry as far as as far as like becoming a professional a recognized professional with a certificate or a recognized a trade I mean, a trade looking at us as a trade and and not just a a, a bunch of laborers and, yeah we were we, so we were talking talking about all of those things and uh i feel like it it was really good for me to talk with you guys about it to hear about it um it's a lot of the stuff that i don't as a manufacturer uh I don't get to experience. I mean, we have we have a really small company. And we make a we make a good product, and I try to get it out to as many restoration professionals as I can because I feel like it'll definitely help them on their job. But that's really, if I stay inside my bubble, that's where it ends for me. Um, I don't I don't get to to see or hear you know the the struggles that you guys are facing out there in the field and and the people that are trying to help you know find a a solution to those to those struggles. You want to grab one of those and run with it? I don't know if we got enough time. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, and we don't, yeah. so that was, so let me finish this then. That was how our day started. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, and then, uh, and then we kind of got around. We went to, was it Stone? St- Glacier National. Glacier National. Lake, Lake McDonald. Glacier National, Lake McDonald. We went, uh, took a car ride out there and that was beautiful. It was in, uh, Stately. That was beautiful. I, just as we were entering the park, there were three deer on the road in front of us. We weren't even into the park yet, and we were already seeing nature, seeing wildlife right there in front of us. Yeah, it's a very famous um, thoroughfare. We entered through West Glacier, and um, it's a road that's very, very famous called Going to the Sun. So more so in the summer and the spring and fall, it's it's all the way open. So right now... Only about eight to ten percent of the park is open. Um, okay, just because of snowfall and just lack of tourism. But that that road is about fifty three miles, and it looks like you're heading into a sun sunrise, and it's just it's majestic and great. So, so that main road we were on fifty three miles, which we probably what covered four or five. No, we think we went on about eleven. Oh, is it, oh, was it that one? Yeah, okay, we on about eleven miles. I thought it was cool to see once we got to kind of the dead end. Um, you know, where we were, where we were cut off and had to turn around, Mm -hmm. but we saw, uh, quite a few people putting some skis on and going cross country skiing on the, the unplowed portion of the road that was, that was closed to the vehicles. They were going to see the, probably the most beautiful parts that we just, you know, just, if you're willing to strap on the skis and go the extra mile, you'll see the, the, the golden grail. And that's what 
a lot of people probably know that, and they were there were probably two dozen people there, weren't there? There was quite yeah, there was quite yes. a few, yeah. So um, beautiful turned out to be a beautiful day. A lot of people were skiing. Um, lot, good bit of road traffic. I've been up here a few times, and I've never seen that many cars here. Okay. Um, so I don't know what drove that, but um, it was it wasn't crowded by any means, but it was it was a beautiful day. <clears throat> we had um a lot of good laughs, a lot of good funs, a lot of uh oohs and ahs. <laughs> we got the videos to show it too. <laughs> yeah. So when you're talking about, <laughs> so it stands up to me, the laughs, and I think. <laughs> I wondered if you were going to bring that up. I think that <laughs> I think that we're all, without saying what the laughs were, we're all thinking the same slow motion laugh. Is that? It's a, it's a slow motion laugh. It was a slow. That snow was a lot. Uh, who's a lot more fluffier? Huh? Who's yeah, whose idea was that? I don't. Yeah, I don't want to give. I don't want to give it away just yet. I want to. I want to. Let's let's lead into how this happened. But we'll start with whose idea was it. It wasn't mine, I know that. So it was one of you two. All right, it's probably mine. This is Clark. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it was Clark. I think I'll take this. I, one. I encouraged it, and <laughs> you did. I did end up Cheers. following up quite a bit, and I and I don't I don't back down from a dare. So, well, no one dared you if, if I, unless you did it to come yourself. Come on, come on, I got I get some points here. Okay, so so we're we're, we're at the lake. Beautiful. We're taking pictures. We're enjoying the scenery. And then Clark says, I think it just said we need to dive into this three feet deep snow. <laughs> we need to yeah, dive. And let's do it in slow mo. We need in to slow-mo. dive into the three I'm thinking feet of the, snow. I'm thinking of the marketability of this. Always. <laughs> always be marketing, right? Well, I think when you said it, I, I'm like, oh, ha, ha, that'd be funny. And then Clark starts taking off his jacket. I'm taking I'm my like, jacket oh, off. Oh, this <laughs> right? is, oh, this this, is this real. Is for, this is for real. It was really like, going to do it. It was a hold my beer moment, right? Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> Here, hold yeah. my jacket. Yeah. He started it. I'm the one that said, hey, hold my beer. I can do this. <laughs> yeah. And we find out. So, so we we did it. I did it. And um, Chris was being kind and said, oh, you've got great form. <laughs> <laughs> Which means it's probably, you looked awful. <laughs> now that as we're talking about this, are these videos that are going to make it? I don't know. I mean, I guess they're in my possession. I'll tell so you what. I can, <laughs> let's, let's tell you this. When people listen to this. Let's take a poll and put out a vote. Vote wins, right? To take a, <laughs> do, do we want to see it? I'm pretty sure I know what the poll's going to say. But yeah, okay. So yeah, so it starts. It starts with with Clark taking a dive into the three feet of snow, which then Chris follows up with a. You're, what, I can what's penetrate the this mountain of snow. What's the say? Like a one upper. Yeah, Chris one-upper. is a one upper. He's like, oh, if you can do that. Watch this, this. See this big pile over here? Yeah. I'm going to yeah. dive into the pile. Yeah, that was not smart. <laughs> Go ahead and walk us through that. I, I want to see. You were you were set. We know how you watch. You you did a, a I'm imagining a, a countdown in your head, a three, two, one. You had an approach. You you leaped. You had the, the jump and then the impact. Oh yeah, this is like professional diving going on, right? You know, y- y'all have seen the Red Bull, you know, diving competitions where they're going off cliffs and stuff and all the form that they have. I apologize to Red Bull for using uh, them in oh, this. Oh yeah, stupid. right. <laughs> yeah, they they are much better at it than we are for sure. Um, but you know, you you're sitting here I'm picturing as a kid you're watching these cartoons and you always see these cartoons how they just kind of dive into the snow and disappear. You know, and I've even seen animals do it. I'm like 
I can get some. I can do this. I can I can Christian. bury myself in here, right? Yeah. It it does not work that way. It was not a cartoon. <laughs> you were not the coyote. <laughs> but it was listen, I think we got really relaxed and I think you just credit we just it was time to have some fun. And we just we just cut up. It was it was great. I'm just trying to think of what music to play on the slow motion. Oh yeah. Yeah, we gotta get it. <laughs> Chariots of Fire. There's gonna be I think, uh, yeah, maybe on the wind up. <laughs> I f- I feel fortunate that I wore my my <laughs> slick bottom Western cowboy boots today. Otherwise, I may have also been motivated to. But I was. There's no way I'm getting a good launch. I'm not getting a good start with these in these boots in the snow. So, well, if you see, the I was video, able you- to exclude myself from this. If you see the video, you'll see that we didn't get a good launch either. <laughs> the boots didn't help too much, <laughs> but you're being kind. Oh, dude, make it hurt worse when you hit. Mm-hmm. I, felt so like, was, I felt like I was in the air like moments and, and an hour, but it, on the well, video, you were on the slow mo. On the video, it's, it's quick and I just like up and straight down, like no, gra- like gravity just really took over. <laughs> Gravity is a mean thing. So. Gravity exists in videos also. It, even in Montana, it exists. It exists yeah. in Montana. <laughs> so that was kind of that was kind of how we finished out. Well, that was our our turnaround, our U turn mm-hmm. on the on the drive back. Um, but I can't. I, I it's you know going back to what you said, Clark, about if if you know for people that haven't kind of seen some of the the beauty in this country, uh, and a lot of it is nature. I mean. Beaches, I feel like beaches and the ocean get a lot of press. Um, I think for me, and, and maybe we can just kind of go into, maybe we transfer into what we've kind of seen, because all of us have traveled and seen quite a few things. Um, for me, Niagara Falls, amazing. The Grand Canyon, probably the most, uh, in terms of, of just size, I mean, gigantic i tell anybody that hasn't seen the grand canyon if you look at a picture of it it's 10 times bigger than that you can't even fathom Mm -hmm. how big it is um mount rushmore uh that was something that really stands out to me as far as i think the time frame that it was done that it was even able to be accomplished and and then again just the size of it is is very large and then anytime you get out to uh montana the rocky mountain you know anytime you see a snow-capped mountain uh, in the background, is is just beautiful. It's you, it's amazing. You internally smile when you see a snow-capped mountain. It's you do great. Chris, where have you been this year? Where have your travels taken you? Or this year, or any yeah. anywhere? This year, the stuff not, that not so up. much. That's that's why this this is such awesome, such such an awesome experience right now because I haven't been anywhere in a while. Um, I mean, I've I've been all over the world, and you know, we were talking earlier. You'd ask me if I've ever skiing before. And yeah, my first experience was skiing in the uh, Pyrenees Mountains. That's a oh, wow. border border between Spain and and France. Incredible. And uh, man, I remember those as a kid, being you know, over in Europe and watching, looking at all the the uh, the castles and cathedrals, and and then coming coming stateside. You know, we it, it's just a different different beauty here. No matter where you go in the world, every, everything is different. He is it's a he is a one upper. He is a one. Oh, sure. <laughs> I yeah. said Grand Canyon. He went Pyrenees Mountains. Yeah. Yeah. Well, teasing. Well, and I think it went, that was that was something interesting for me to learn from you. And I don't mean to cut you off because I'm sure you have. I mean, well, I know you have a lot more to talk about. But kind of give us give us a quick background on you. Why was your first skiing trip in the Pyrenees Mountains? 
Well, I grew up a military brat, so um, I, I, brat. I didn't even come stateside until the end of my freshman year in high school. So okay. coming to the U.S. was kind of foreign to me. And then I, after high school, I, I joined the military went back overseas. So I went, went straight back to Germany and, and spent a tour over there. And then my next assignment was Scott Air, or, uh, Dias Air Force Base in Abilene, Texas, where I still live. Um, so I got out in 98 and married a local girl, been there ever since now. Well, and that is one of the one of the follow-up questions I wanted to ask you. Um, yeah, kind of like, how did you get to Texas? Is, is your family originally from Texas and you made it back there, or it was just... Yeah, so my, my family is originally from Texas. Okay. Um, and uh, our history goes all the way back to the original daughters of Texas. And so I'm still really? learning um, about my biological family side. Okay. Because uh, I was adopted as a kid. And, uh, oh, okay. And it's just a great history there. So... Um, but always felt uh, I was a Texan and and, and glad I am. We're, we're, we are a proud race. Let me say, <laughs> hey, go Cowboys! Even though uh, <clears throat> go uh, Cowboys, yeah, right. We can edit that out. <laughs> That's fine. But then going back to the, some of the things that you've seen, um, yeah. What what are what are some of the things? I mean, you talked a little bit about it already, but what are some of the other things that are standing out to you that that is amazing? Now, I, I got into, uh, I used to work for a worldwide catastrophe team, and, and they would fly me out to all the different disaster zones and really started picking up diving. And uh, I've never done that. Oh, it's beautiful. Uh, did quite a bit in Guam, Cayman Islands, um, Bahamas, uh, Central America. It's just, just great, you know. I'm, now I'm kind of landlocked in Abilene. There's, <laughs> you want to go diving, you, you pick out one of these missile silos that are filled up and dress up like an astronaut. And I'm like, Drop dude, I'm not, I'm not used to this. I'm, I'm used to just throwing on some shorts and jumping in the ocean. And, you know, you go down 100 feet, it's 80 degrees. So, yeah. I, uh, man, there's just a lot of stuff. I, I love the outdoors. Uh, I love being underwater. Uh, I just love being in nature. That's why I love this industry that we're in. You know, it's 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 outside. Uh, it's challenging. Every every view is different. Even when it's inside, the Even atmosphere is inside. outside. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't we don't we don't work in a climate controlled environment, so it, it can be tough sometimes. But the rewards are great. No, I think that's that's really so. The diving thing. Um, I don't even know where to. I've never done it, so I don't even know where to where to kind of follow up. But but let's do this. Uh, what stands out to you? One, how many times have you went diving? Rough guess. And then what? What is something that stands out when you did? Probably a couple hundred times. Really, it's a lot. Um, yeah, I remember a job that we were in Guam. Um, I was over there for about three months. But my last month there, I did about two hours worth of work in the morning, two hours of work in the evening, and in between, I was maxing out my dives every day, seven days a week. Oh, that's awesome. And, uh, but what I what I really loved was night diving. For a lot of people, it's it's scary. Okay. During the day, when you're underwater, you're wanting to look at everything. So you tend to use up a little bit more air. You're you're, you're moving around, trying to look at this and look at that. At night, it's peaceful. All you see is what you shine your light on. And most of the time, I'd sit in the back, turn my light off, and just follow the people in front of me. You'd see these little glow sticks going up and down, or their lights looking at everything. And I'm just kind of setting my buoyancy and just kind of following along with them. It's just peaceful, quiet. I don't know if that sounds terrifying or awesome. 
I haven't decided it could yet. Be both. It could be both. Yeah, just just don't watch the movie Ghost Ship, <laughs> and then the next day <laughs> go on a go on a, a a boat dive and and a shipwreck dive. Uh, that that is a little scary. That was the wrong thing for me to do. That was my birthday uh, weekend, and uh, I was going out one of my last certifications, and uh, we were going to go uh, dive a wreck. Okay. And uh, the night before, I don't know why, but decided to watch Ghost Ship. That is not a good movie to watch. And I haven't seen going, it, but I can imagine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we can watch it tonight if you're really up to it. We don't have to worry about going to diving tonight. It's, <laughs> it's a little chilly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But, yeah, that's that's – I haven't had that kind of peace in a long time, and and being out here, just looking at what we're looking at is, it's equivalent. It's different, it's peaceful, but it's equivalent. Clark, what about you? What's standing? What's standing out from your travels? And you're and you're. I want to point out, like, you're more of a nature guy than I thought. I mean, a lot of the things that we were going through today, you knew history, landmarks, names. I'm I'm not that per I, I'm a guy that's just like looks at stuff and like oh cool and then I move on and that's about as much as I spend on it good or bad I don't know but but I was more impressed with you that you have a lot of a lot of information so this question to you I'm gonna put a lot of pressure on you because I'm expecting a great answer okay. <laughs> and go and which question exactly was it no um, yes I. I I, I, I find significance in everything. So I, I, I intentionally dwell on something and, and milk everything out of it I can and learn what I can. If I may never do that again, yeah. I don't want to look back and say I wish I would have. So I do retain a lot. Of, and what you didn't say when being polite was useless knowledge. I have a lot of useless. <laughs> but every once in a while in a trivia game, it comes up really handy when there's money involved. But um, I do. I love nature. I love, I love you know, scenery. You talked about travel i've i also have traveled the world um and i tell people all the time but there is enough here in the united states to last a lifetime yep. and this past this past year 2019 i had a uh, a campaign a teaching campaign i did 15 cities in five weeks and yes. traveled all around <clears throat> which i love i want to say i love that you did that i, I did. love that you were able to do that i uh it, we kind of branded it like a rock and roll show so we had the dates and everything kind of promote it was really did a tour a lot of buzz it was fun but to me i saw some great places but man i met a lot i met 314 people most of them i didn't know before and now i do but um probably what stood out to me and my wife, I was fortunate enough that my wife, Amy, was able to fly out during my Phoenix class, and we drove to Sedona and spent the weekend in September. Now, Sedona's not great in July when it's 114, but in September, it is 78 degrees day and night and okay. gorgeous. So we, um, Sedona was real nice, so we're talking about different places that are beautiful here in this country. Sedona, Arizona. Yep. The desert can be gorgeous. It really can. It has a life of its own. Um, I was in Seattle. Seattle, obviously, is where you've recently moved to, yep. and you can attest to this. I, I find a lot of beauty there. Mountains, but, not, but not the cold that we have here, a different climate in a, in a way. Um, and, and, of course, I grew up in, like Chris, I grew up in Texas, um, lived there all the way through, through college. Um, okay. <clears throat> so I, uh, I call that, I don't live there now, and I haven't in a long time, but it's still home. Anyone from Texas will tell you. You may leave, but you never go away. So, 
Um, I, I, I was in Texas a few times this year, and I actually be, this week be flying back out there. It's always a real treat for me to go, no matter where I go in Texas. So, um, traveled. Um, I'm more of a mountain person than a beach person. Yep. Um, I, I just um, the beach is limited what you do, what you can do. The mountains and and rivers and there's so much outdoors. It's not limiting. It's it limitless. Yeah. And I, I like expanse. I like not being caged in. I like not being confined, which is why I do so many different things. I like to, I like a buffet, if you will. Mm-hmm. Clearly. <laughs> I just grab, I just, Two I just, meetings. I just, I just rubbed the Buddha. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if that was an epic answer, but, um, Sedona was my highlight of the year. Um, uh, because again, my wife and my family mean everything to me and she really, really, really enjoyed it. And she's been up here with me too, but I think she may have liked it more than here. Well, I think you just you just sparked something for me because this t- the tour that you went on. I I th- so this would have been la- so this was last year, 2019. In 2018, me and I, I don't know if you remember this, but me and you kind of talked and we overlapped because I was like, I'm thinking about doing a GMS tour. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about, and you were like, Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. And this was before, and then you did it. Mm-hmm. I did not do it. Um, but with that, I kind of want I kind of want to live my tour through your tour. Where where did it start? How many places did you go? What was kind of the logistics behind it? And then also, what did you what, what did you really take away and gain from it? Okay. And I'll let you kind of just go through, just start to finish. Yep. Walk me through your tour. Um, and so, Chris, did you know you knew he went on a mm-hmm. tour? Yep. Yep. Did he come to Dallas? Did you see him? No, he went to Austin, and I sent a one of my guys down there. Mm-hmm. Okay. One cool. Of, one of his general managers. I thought I was gonna, I thought I was going to do something clever there, but actually he <laughs> did he did go to Austin. Okay, good, great. I um so I started in the city I live just to make it easy. I wanted to get the first one where I was comfortable and kind of test it out. You know, like this is a beta, Richmond, Virginia, first class. Um, I had people drive down from Maryland, over from West Virginia, and up from North Carolina. So it was a okay. really a really good geographical spot for a few different places that I wasn't going to be going again. Okay. Um, and then from there really wasn't a, uh, this was not a consistent on the road. I did away, come back just because of logistics. Logistics were tough. I'll tell you about that in a minute, but okay. went to New Jersey, Miami, Austin, as you said, Chicago, uh, our friends at John Don, all of us like John Don a lot. Um, yes. I have a great spot over there. Anaheim, uh, California, Phoenix, as I mentioned, Seattle. Um, I, I I had 15 cities. I, I know I'm forgetting something somewhere. Ohio, Cleveland, and Detroit, both that were like back to back. Okay, day one, day two. Yep. Um, <clears throat> just um, teaching. Um, I, I just trying to help with some efficiencies and processes on estimating and, and speeding up that process. Not only speeding it up, but making it more efficient with adding in ways to be more accurate and um, more transparent. And it was a very popular class. I'm, I, I honestly am guilty. While I may have good ideas, I'm not great at marketing. Um, I think if, okay. I had, if I had been better at branding what it was about, I think I would have really had 20% more attendance. I mean, some classes were six people, some were 40. So it was hit or miss, and I think it was times of year and things like that. Logistics were tough. Logistic. I I did it all the planning myself, and uh, okay, I don't have any employees right now. <laughs> but uh, flight, 
hotel, conference room, whatnot, where I'm going to hold it up. Um, is there AV? Is there not? Food for the f- lunches, all these kinds of things. And then I'm um, posting it online, selling tickets, and then just constantly, where am I going to be? As well as this campaign, this rock and roll show, like promotion of it. Yeah. It was, um, it was an exhausting uh, fall. That started in the fall. It was five weeks. Okay. Um. Fifteen cities in five weeks. Fifteen cities in five weeks. Sometimes two. It. Sometimes two a two a week. Yep. Once in a while, a third, and then I would skip a week. So, oh, I was in Atlanta at Reach. Um, so, yep. Just hit a lot of the really good spots where there's a good crowd and um, had the time. While I've learned a ton, if I were to do this again, as well as the feedback from people that went. So good. Um, and that's that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to go. I was okay if it wasn't a huge success. I was mm-hmm. okay with it. I, there was nothing to compare it to. I'd never done anything like it, so it wasn't. But um, I I had the time of my career. I really did. I tell people that I was super grateful, and um, and it's just a bonus that people got value out of it. But I know I know I did, and I think the industry did. So, but um, a couple like I said, a couple of times my wife works a, a full time job, but she was able to take some time, and that means the most to me. I said, you know, I, I feel guilty sometimes. I'm here now, and she's at home caring for the home and the kids but yep. um i'm out here trying to have a, an incredible time but um i have a very supportive wife and she has her she went to new york with some lady friends too so she has her times as well Good. but um but that was that was my fall and um i've been request asked to do it again but this is my ailment i'm not going to do the same it's got to be better how, right. how do I top it? Right. And that's the disease that we all suffer from is how do you be original and creative and do something again and surprise and, and, and enjoy it yourself. You've got to enjoy what you're doing or else 15 cities in five weeks, is, it looks like a lot of work <laughs> Oh, <laughs> if, if you're not having a fun. Absolutely. So I guess that was, that was going to be my follow-up question. Will you do it again? Yes. Let me think about well, that was, it. Let me that think was about great. it. Let yeah, me think of, Let me think about it. Yes. Okay. So podcast over. Uh, th- thanks, everyone, for um, – <laughs> No, um, I think so. The GMS tour, I've talked about it. I, I am. Let's say this. At this moment, I'll be completely honest. I don't know if it'll ever happen, but it's in my head. It won't get out of my head, and I do want to do it. So maybe, uh, if you would, if you would have me, uh, when you start to plan your tour, reach out and and we'll see. Maybe what I'm what I'm up to if I can help, okay. or don't ever call me because you don't want me to be a part of your tour, and I understand that too. Well, I think um, <laughs> I think GMS has a great ring to it. Um, no, I'm 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 tentatively looking at um, the summer. Okay. Um, early, uh, late, late spring, early summer to start the the rounds, different cities, but um, a new topic, and I think it'll be fun. Very cool. No, I'm ex- I'm excited to learn more about that. Yeah. I love that you. I love that you won. That you did it last year. And and really, from me, like I know how much how hard that is. How hard it is to be away from your family that long. How hard it is to schedule that many cities. How hard it is. How stressful it is to sell the tickets mm-hmm. to try to finance something like that. Mm-hmm. And then you always have to be bringing value on top of it. It's a very stressful position and it and it's family hard it's personally hard it's it's so for you to do it uh and me watching you do it bro awesome i i love that you did it i love it yeah thank you so i um again i um i I, like you i dreamed and i would encourage you if you're dreaming it you want to do it yeah and so i would encourage you to 
see how it works and, 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 and go there and push it. Um, and so, yeah, there were some, there were some classes and some, some dates that down to the wire were completely losers. They, I mean, I was upside, it cost me more in travel than we had than participation. Sure, you but, went upside down in it. But, but last minute, um, you know, we're a last minute industry. Last minute, some people purchased. I gave a lot of tickets away free. Um, some industry leaders had said, you know, hey, come in. I'd like to, you know, they, they can also help during the class as well. Let's, what are you about? And some some periodicals, some magazines that we have in the industry had some guest appearances and whatnot. So it was it was really, you know, you, this sounds so funny, but the whole thing was not about income and money. It was about. No, it's pl- an investment. Was, it was an investment. I was planting a garden. And to see what these, some of these seeds have already produced. Some of the seeds from that tour have either produced in direct referrals or given me ideas of things to do in the future or have met some people who I'll collaborate with. So, went across the board for me. I won the Super Bowl this past year, and um, I will do it again. That's why I was so quick to answer. Very cool. Well, no, that's that's awesome. And even if even if we can't meet up, we can't link up on it, uh, that absolutely encourages me to investigate a little more on my end and, and push to do it. And, and I'm not, and I don't, I'm not saying like, I need the push. I, I, th- I feel like through my actions, I do, when I want to do something, I go do it. And it's, if it's outside my comfort zone, it doesn't matter. I understand that we grow and we do things we don't want to do or things that we don't know how to do. So like, it, it's, it's in my head. It's, it'll happen. But, uh, how much fun to do it with somebody that that I that I really that I really admire and that has done it before, um, you know, kind of learn from the best. And it's I'm going to ride your coattails. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, one of the one of the we're now that we're talking about. I was thinking about looking, looking back in my mental photo album. I have a photo that's on my uh, website of went to Miami. There were um, a, a class full, but six of us went to eat afterwards. And a couple of the owners, you know. Um, Lazaro, yeah, Lazaro, Lazaro, his, his his company, and another couple of they're from Cuba, yeah. And he said, "I'm gonna take you to an authentic Cuban restaurant where you're not gonna be. No one else is gonna speak English. Like, Let's go." And we have a picture, and I remember that day. And of course, the food was incredible. Yeah, these guys have so much figured out, but they were just tell us more. They want to know what are sponges, and it was just a great day. So that was probably you know those kinds of occurrences and those dinners those lunches yep. and uh they over they far over overshadow the struggles of hotel sleeping flights delayed <laughs> lost luggage right. none of the none of those things make the highlight real those kinds of things do. and i don't know that you can put an roi on it nah. but what i know is i mean i mean similar to those dinners um you know i don't care if you buy a gms box i had a great time i had a great time in a great city trying some new food meeting some new people mm-hmm. and it's hard to put a price tag on that and i feel like i'm very fortunate and i know you would agree you're very fortunate um and chris you too that we get to have the experiences i mean kind of have the careers that allow us to have those types of interactions and experiences um it may not always produce a dollar but it definitely makes me feel good and that is worth more than a dollar so being an owner's about, yeah. Honestly, I mean, this is why we do it so that we can have this freedom. Yes, we just get lost in in, in work sometimes. And I have a question. 
let's, while we're talking about travel, let's segue. What is your next? What are your next two, Chris? What is the next two weeks for you? Where, what are you? What are you doing after this? What's next? So after this, I go back, uh, kind of catch up on on work from being gone for a little while, a little bit, and then uh, I got a week long meeting in Austin. Uh, we are uh, so I'm on a committee that rewrote all the testing for the state of Texas for all the mold examinations. Mm-hmm. So cool. we're going over the results of the last year, actually six months. So because I think June is when they actually put the new test into effect. And so we're going to go over the answers and see how it's going and see if what, what we need, what kind of changes we may have to make to some of the questions. And it's very important work, very yeah. important work. And I know you're very passionate about that. Yeah. Um, sure. the, the standardization of mold and education of the public as well as the restores of, of what that. So I know that's passionate for you, but I'm glad you're going down there. Yeah, absolutely. That's, and I think that's important. It's important for the industry. It's important for people to be making, you know, putting that time in that you're doing right now. Obviously, it's volunteer, yeah. um, but you understand the need in the industry. You understand the importance, and I think that all goes back to why is it important to do a better job for the customer? Uh, you know, the person that's that's going through the trauma that they're experiencing in that moment. And we're trying to make it easier and better for them. And Chris, thank you for putting that time in uh, to make sure that that gets done. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, yeah. No, you're welcome. What else to say? You're welcome. You're welcome. I, I mean, I appreciate it. I think more people, you know, as they as they see Chris Jeter, like I said in the in the first podcast we were on. I saw Chris Jeter on Facebook. I saw Chris responding and trying to help other restorers out with the the answers to some of their questions. And you've always been helpful. You've always been nice. That's how I that's how I first uh, started interacting with you is through seeing you there, and now knowing you know getting to know you better over the years. And with this trip, you know, seeing that you're really you're you're doing some big things. And I think when you volunteer, and you're doing it out of your own pocket, you're you're volunteering to do it. You're not. It may not even be, and I don't. I don't mean to. This isn't to discourage you, um, but this may not even be in your lifetime when, kind of your vision and your your dream gets done. As far as the ind- industry, I'll just make it general. Mm-hmm. Uh, restoration industry becomes a regulated trade. Yeah. Like like the other trade skills, yeah. um, this may not even happen in our lifetime, but that you're willing to put that time in now to go there. Um, I think that's, I think that's awesome. I, I really, I don't, I don't even know how to put it into words right now. It's huge. And that you're willing to do that says a lot about you. And I'm, and I'm glad to know you for it. Yeah, there's a thank you again. Yeah, yeah, Chris. yeah, yeah. There's, there's <laughs> man, a few words sometimes. Sorry, <laughs> I could have said it better myself. <laughs> uh, you know, there's I look at sometimes Chris and, and many other, and I know you're doing it with others, but there's there's no trophy. No one's mm. you know the work you do is if if you're doing it to get credit, you're going to end up being sad because you're going to realize that it's not it's really the wrong there. reasons really. Yeah, you you roll up your sleeves, do the work, inspire a few others to join. And uh, the results will show up, and and then if it if it equals something, it's just it's just as a Cajun say, lanyap. It's just a little extra. So um, I appreciate you going down, and I wish I could help you. I just don't have time. Oh, well, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm uh I'm leaving here 
We're all, we're leaving so early in the morning, aren't we? We are. We yeah, are. Yeah. I didn't realize it was. We so should go early. to bed now. Yeah, we should go to bed. I'm tonight. normally the guy that books things late in the afternoon, but unfortunately, I wouldn't make it home on the same day. So, yeah. I've got four different airports to go through to get back home. So, well, and see, now I was clever. My flight doesn't leave till like 1:55. Yeah. But we are out in Montana in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. and I'm. Probably shit out of luck to get an Uber. So right. uh, well, <laughs> you're no, my ride. That's he, not true. He got no, an Uber. He got I an got Uber. an Uber here. It was it was it was my most expensive Uber, um, <laughs> mainly because he Hazard got lost. Based. But uh, yeah, it, it it wasn't bad at all. Well, we're gonna have to discuss that off air. I might need. I might. I might check my chances of an Uber. That was because a- you guys are you guys. Your plane leaves at six a.m. Yeah, that means if I ride with you. My plane leaves at one fifty five. If like, I leave with you, do the Uber. I got an Uber. Yeah. yeah. Listen, I just have like a surcharge for snow ch- chains on the bottom. Now I have had. So I did. I was in a place and I was trying to get an Uber. And like as soon as as soon as I would push the Uber, they would be like ride oh. confirmed, and then the the driver would cancel it because I was like thirty minutes away. And I did it three times. And the the fourth time I did it, it was like you know leave a note, and I was like. I will give you a $40 tip to come get me. Like, do not cancel my trip again. I need someone to come get well, me. See, the, the bad thing is with Uber, so coming here, we were actually on the other side of this property. And, you know, so the Uber app doesn't bring you here. They've got to use their Google Maps or, or Apple Maps in order to get here because it'll get you here. Okay. But for some reason, the Uber map well, This is really good stuff. To, I'm so, glad we're recording this so I can right, go back and right. play it. So, yeah, just uh, – so. Once we got to the other side of the property, uh, there was no way through, and I wasn't about to trek through with all my luggage, you know, Yeah, coming here. So he, he had to go all the way back out to some other main roads, come back around using his Google Maps, and we got here. And, you know, of course, I paid for it, but, you know, we got here. That was the bottom line. <laughs> so we, we fly out in the morning through Seattle, down to Dallas. I'm going to jump off of the plane in Dallas. You're going on to Abilene from Yep, yep. I even have to switch airlines so I don't I don't check my bags. Mm. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, no, good. That's a good that's mm-hmm. a good point. Yep. So I'll be in uh in Dallas for a couple of days and then I'll go home. It'll be warmer there. No mountains. So for and so for me, I'm going home after this to Seattle. Uh my wife has given me a small to-do list. I have to get we just moved to Seattle, so we have our dining room is stacked full of boxes, floor to ceiling, left to right. Wow boxes uh i it is my job next week to get a storage unit and to get all of those boxes plus a couple pieces pieces of furniture that don't fit in our apartment i say we do that into a a storage unit definitely don't want to do it on my own place no Uh, (laughs) jared you said small list that's not small that's well well, he just moved so his one do list can't be as big as ours it's one checklist it's like move stuff to storage unit (laughs) check Okay. Uh, yeah, it's it's one item on the on the fuse. But then after that, we just uh, we built some some big power distribution systems for well, Chris, uh, right around your area, yep. two yep. service masters, one north of you with one Michael Albert in Wichita, and then yeah, one south with Brian or not Brian, is it Bob Bob Frazee, Bob Frazee. Yep. and that's uh, a Texas best. Both service masters. We ship those units out, and I'm going to go down for training uh, at the end of this month. On those, and then going into February, um, my wife has a a conference in New Orleans, and I love New Orleans. New Orleans 
if you can get there, get there. It's fun. It's an experience. It's, Nothing it's an like experience. it. Nothing like it in New Orleans. Um, so when she told me, we we do try to travel, because I travel a lot. My wife travels a lot. And anytime we can travel together. So she, I saw on the calendar, I was like, you're going to New Orleans? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm going to New Orleans. <laughs> you already have the hotel room booked? Yeah, I'll get a fl- <laughs> So I'll be in New Orleans in February uh, at some point, and I'll be. To, I'm going to get a post out. I try to get a post you out. You'll be there during Mardi Gras. When is Mardi? I'm lost. When's Mardi Gras? It's just somewhere. Yeah, it could be. So my birthday's February 16th. So that's and it's typically around that time period. Mine's the 21st. Oh, awesome. Yeah, we're February birthday brothers, right? I if I made that up. I don't know if that's a real thing, but but yeah, no. Uh, so so yes. Yeah, so we are going. I'm going to get a post out. I'll try to connect with some restorers in the area. I have one for you that will be amazing on a podcast. Funny, witty. You know what I'm talking about. Who so, is this? You want to name him? No. no, let me wait. Talk, Should talk we? To him. Yeah. Don't name yeah. him now. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll talk to him, but off air, you're going, <laughs> he will be, you will blow your mind at, at the, 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 the full robust volume of, of energy you'll get from this, this person. Not, oh not, gosh, wild, not, not wild, but stories. Yeah. Storyteller. I feel like great, I feel like story I feel too. like now I'm on his podcast. Is what, <laughs> so I feel, so yeah. at so we are guys. We're at 57 minutes. Uh, last night was the longest podcast we did, and I think we just topped it tonight. Um, but with that, with that, uh, I guess upcoming podcast with a great guest in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and wrap this up this evening. Let's get these headsets off and. Uh, Enjoy the last night that we have here in Montana together. How's that sound? You got my vote. Yeah? Chris? Ditto. Chris wants to go 15 more minutes. Okay. <laughs> let's. No. The two yeah. of you have a great time then. <laughs> All right, everyone. Broadcasting live out of, hold on, Kalispell. Oh, my God. Did I get it right? Yes. Got it. Yes. yes. This is like the ninth, the ninth try. Uh, broadcasting live out of Kalispell, Montana. In the log cabin, the log cabin studios, signing off, Jarrett Clark and Chris. Hey, have a great day, everybody.